Seems to be streaming. Podcast is now live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the episode beta number two of the Social Media Addicts podcast. I'm Seth, and I'm Barry, and we're joined by Jared Romansky on his first ever inaugural hangout. It's not my first hangout. It's my first Social Media Addicts hangout. Let's be clear. <laughs> oh, it took you long enough to get in here, so. Jared's, Jared's a little salty tonight. <laughs> so, what do we have on tap today, Barry? So, um, so this is our sort of second um, beta, first alpha, whatever you want to call it, uh, second alpha uh, uh, podcast. Um, I thought it would be a good idea, and you guys are obviously in agreement, and one of the reasons that Jared is here, and we'll sort of introduce Jared and let Jared you know, sort of give you an um, a introduction to himself. But Jared, Seth, and I have taken the past couple of months to put together a, um, a survey around social media usage, and it sort of occurred to me over the past six months about um, how business professionals are using social media as opposed to some of the general marketing stuff we're, we're hearing in the research about changing platforms and changing trends around platform usage really to target from a marketing perspective. Um, we wanted to take a look at this from a different perspective to see where business professionals are um, spending their social media time. We'll explain a little bit about it more later but first of all I would like to formally introduce Jared Romansky and uh, Jared why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thanks, Barry. I uh, appreciate you guys inviting me to this uh, podcast. I'm thrilled to do the survey and partner with you guys on this as well. So um, I've been a customer service professional for, you know, more than you can shake a stick at, so to speak, and uh, <clears throat> have been really uh, pa passionate about digital marketing technology and over the last several years um, helped create a social media business um, for a previous employer of our a collective previous employer. So... Um, at the end of the day, customer service, social media, and customer experience have been um, passions of mine, um, and a way and completely interested in how people use the use these platforms, both from a customer service perspective, selling perspective, and marketing perspective, to enrich their lives. So it's kind of my core passion um, in life, and uh, excited to be participating in both this podcast and the survey itself. Welcome. Awesome. Thanks. I'm trying to try multitask here. It's not working too well. So, hey, Seth, let me, let, me, let me talk about this uh, for a second in terms of, of um, a little bit of the genesis. And again, you know, over the past six months, I, I really started to think about my own personal usage of various social media platforms, right? And all, not only that, right, which we don't really get into in this um, research, but I think it's an interesting related topic. And that is, you know, what is what is the value of somebody's uh, personal network? And and I think, and over the past several months, as you guys know, through some of the things that I've been trying to do, I've realized that that potentially the the value of the network is is situational potentially, right? So mm -hmm. everyone's got these networks on on LinkedIn and connections on Facebook and Twitter and and you know all over the place and Instagram and Google Plus. Um, and, and we start to build these relationships almost like, you know, the Rolodex, especially in LinkedIn. But then, you know, what's the value that you're getting out of that, that network? And what are the people in that network delivering in terms of value to you today at a point in time uh, in a certain situation versus maybe tomorrow, six months down the road, where your situation might be different and you're looking to accomplish something different 
uh, through that network and maybe those are or are not the right people that would create value in that different situation. So I started to think about all that stuff and then you know over the past month or so we started to read all the end of the year predictions about social media and what are the trends and where everything's going in the next 12 months and everything. And then on top of that, we've seen a lot of research, as you guys know, this was, was our conversation originally, right? We've seen a lot of research about um, trying to figure out what the next big thing is in social media platforms. And, and the research that I've read has really been focused on marketers trying to figure out, okay, where are people going that have dollars to spend and so where do I allocate my social media marketing dollars um, to, to go to where people are going? Is it and so where are, the, where are those trends? But you know this this uh, attempt at, at at research is really to look at business professionals more so than consumers, right? From a marketer's perspective, to look at business professionals and say, okay, so a business professional from a personal networking perspective, where are you spending your time? Where are you focusing um, your social media efforts across all of these platforms and, and a bunch of the, the questions that we're trying to answer and you guys can uh, expound on these things but you know how is has one social use of, of or use of social tools evolved over time you know where are business professionals spending their time and for what purpose are business professionals leveraging social media for example um, content creation sharing consumption networking personal branding social selling whatever you want to call it so this survey is really designed to, to address those things with that particular subset of, of users. Yeah, Barry, and um, obviously we've had um, a decent response uh, so far. And one of the things that you know kind of stuck out for me was I was surprised that the business professionals um, for business, not personal use, so to speak, um, used Facebook for consumption. So you would think um, LinkedIn would be your leader, and clearly it's starting to um, forego to be, be seen as such. But I was surprised that Facebook, from a business consumption perspective, um, was, a, was an uptick. Um, second, secondly, followed by Twitter. I would have thought, just by my own gut and my own theories, that Twitter would have beat Facebook in that particular category. Mm -hmm. But early results, it looks like um, um, Facebook's actually um, trending higher in that regard versus Twitter. What's interesting also is that Facebook, there's the business pages. So people like are going on there to interact with other businesses, to look up businesses. I mean, I, I'm also kind of interested in, in like. It is interesting that Twitter is not number one, Facebook is number two. I mean, LinkedIn is definitely for the personal networker. I feel like it's less for the company right now. It's more for you know you, me, Barry that you go out there, network with people, join groups, interact. Whereas Facebook, I feel like the whole page ecosystem allows for interaction with brands and maybe people, maybe businesses are looking at the brand pages and interacting that way. Yeah, and Seth, I would I would agree with you that the, the purpose of a Facebook page is for that interaction. But um, the uptick in consumption on Facebook was was kind of where I was somewhat surprised about the uptick, so to speak. I mean, obviously, overall, clearly, we expected LinkedIn to kind of be the overall winner uh, in regards to business professionals, um, regardless of the industry, right? So if you look at it across the board, regardless of what somebody's doing, to your point, it's all about networking, it's all about connections, and it's all about using information. Um, and as Barry alluded to in his opening, it'd be interesting 
like if we were to do another survey, just talking out loud at this point, to kind of pinpoint like in that person's um, life moment at that time, is there any correlation to that moment in time compared to their use of social media applications for business use, right? Whether that's job hunting, whether that's um, a sales event or um, a customer forum that they're trying to attend for whatever reason, um, you know, looking at a retrospective look, that might be something that could be interesting to pursue in the, in the future to try to uh, quantify moments of time and correlate usage to moments in time. Yeah, absolutely. Hey guys, let me ask you this question, right? So, um, thinking about the the whole the, the trend that we're seeing right now, we have a you know relatively small sample size. No, by the way, everyone, um, hang out to the end, and we're going to give um, some information about where you can find the survey because obviously we're looking for as much participation as possible to to, to get a, a big enough sample size. So, hang out, and and we'll let uh, no pun intended, but um, hang out. We'll uh, we'll give that stuff at the end of the uh, the broadcast. Let me ask you guys this: From your personal opinions, right? You, we see Facebook seems to be trending in popularity amongst business professionals. We, so, we, what we've seen so far in terms of demographics is the vast majority of the folks that have responded to the survey so far have been in the between 35 and and 55 age range, right? In 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 the broadest bucket. So I wonder. You would expect younger business professionals to have already, you know, the, the lines have already been blurred, right? In the in the words of uh, what's what's that guy the singer's name, uh, Robin Thicke or whatever his name is. Um, the lines have already been blurred. <laughs> blurred right? lines, nice. Yeah. Uh, in terms of personal and and business, right? I mean, millennials, whatever you want to call them, that that uh, barrier has been shattered a long time ago. But think, in your opinions. Do you think that older business professionals are now feeling more comfortable with melding personal and business relationships, and maybe that's why Facebook is becoming more more uh, used? Yeah, um, Seth, I don't, I'm not sure if you had an opinion on that, but I think so. And it, you know, in thinking about it now, since you're talking about it, looking at the demographics and kind of the millennial generation abandoning Facebook because of their quote-unquote parents are on it, so to speak. Um, I think it has a direct correlation to business professionals using that vehicle to do more with that platform yeah. versus um, probably if we would have done this survey, I don't know, even a year or two ago before Snapchat, you know, in, you know, heavy use of Snapchat and other Vine, stuff like that. I think there's a direct correlation to the demographics to, to Facebook uh, for sure. I also don't think it's necessarily that that the the millennial generation is necessarily leaving. They might just not be as active on it as they used to because mom and dad are watching them there. Um, but that with that in mind, without the kids playing around, goofing around, it has been kind of taking over by more adult, more adults, in my opinion. I also feel like on Facebook, you're able to. You know, you're able to stay in touch with your friends from college and all that, which is great. You're also able to stay in touch with your coworkers. Like I know, every time someone leaves, you know, our former company or your former company, you know, I'm still there. But um, I, I I then friend them on Facebook and keep in touch with them that way. You know, I friend them on LinkedIn, but I feel like LinkedIn's more to find out where they're working next, whereas Facebook's more where like it's like the water cooler where like Jared recently left. 
and you know, I want to, you know, normally I'd see him in the hallway. I'd say, "How are the kids?" You know, you know, where'd you go? How was the trip to Michigan? Like, we're all that kind of stuff. Instead, I can see, oh, there's a picture of him at the we're in our class. Like, you know, so that's it's almost like the, it's work related because I'm staying in touch with Jared, who I want to have a business relationship with. But I'm getting a little bit more of what I was chatting with him in the hallway mm-hmm. at our former company versus anything where it's like, I'm in a meeting, I'm here to network, let's sell something, you know. I mean, you can kind of do that on LinkedIn too, but I tend to do more emails to my former colleagues and saying, hey, how are things, how's work, you know, is there a partnership here? It seems like it's a lot more stuffy on LinkedIn, which is fine. I just feel like it's more at the work or, you know, what Barry, you went to the peep, you went to the, you know, the, the Marshmallow peeps thon yeah. a while back. <laughs> I was looking at that and it was like, that's so Barry, you know. Yeah, and that is something that I would share, you know, on a Monday morning when we're, you know, having coffee or in the hallway, certainly. And I would do that. And I and I and it is certainly in my opinion, Facebook is is clearly more social, however you define yeah. it, than LinkedIn, right? I mean, in my opinion, LinkedIn is my Rolodex, right? It's my oh, it it's my um, expanded Rolodex. So it's not only name, phone number, and address of, of my the, the people that I'm connected with my Rolodex, but but it's their work histories, their value to me, right? But it's my Rolodex. I don't sit there and, and, and hang out with people and chat with people, So which is interesting because th- this is where Google was trying to go a while ago, right? Is to, to try and take the fa- Facebook concept and allow people to create private groups, right? Which, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, you know we, they had a vision, they haven't really gotten there. But it's almost like that's sort of the best of both of us. Because the three of us, right, we sit around and we talk about what we did over the weekend on a Monday morning. Uh, and it's personal between the three of us. But there's some of that that we probably wouldn't want the whole world to, to be watching, right? And and in Facebook, well, not the whole world is watching, but, you know, everyone that you're connected with, right? So they're, if they're, I think that from a trend perspective, that's the next opportunity is to create something that allows you to which is going to be interesting, right, but allows you to better control who you have conversations with about what topic, right? Instead of relationship-based, it's topic-based, right? And um, But, of course, then that kills the whole Facebook uh, analytics uh, revenue model, right? But whatever. Let <clears throat> me um, figure that out. So to Seth's point, um, and tying it back to kind of the early results, and um, again, you'll see the survey um, link um, for later. Obviously, we want more people <clears throat> to uh, take the survey. But it kind of coincides with um, what Seth was saying, right? So if you think about it from a business perspective, Facebook, from a business use perspective, at least in the early trends, has become the water cooler, so to speak. Uh, water cooler talk. So if you're already connected on LinkedIn, and most likely you are if you're connected with the same person on Facebook, Facebook becomes the water cooler conversation from a business use perspective, you know, insight into livelihood and stuff like that, and very your privacy point is, is well taken versus, um, you know, the LinkedIn becomes the whole job search, job networking, selling search, selling networking uh, forum. I think Twitter is trying to get there in terms of connecting people and obviously heavily used when you're at particular forums or conferences and such. Um, I think LinkedIn conversely is is trying to do that with their pulse feeds and, and stuff like that too to keep the 
keep the networking event and keep the networking within their within their home site. So, um, good point, Seth, about the kind of hey, I went to Michigan. What was that like? Water cooler conversation, distinct from hey, what are you doing? What are you working on? Uh, aspect of it. So, I, think I that's also a think. I also think, by the way, if you want to take the survey, still pay attention to us. It's right here. This short URL. If you can, can, you, can you read it. Yes. All right, good. I also think that, yeah, I feel like Twitter is also literally, I feel like, even more real-time. I feel like one's vertical or one's, like, passing someone in the hallway. Like, one's if I'm actually having a conversation with Jerry. Like, we're having a conversation at the vertical. The other one's, like, you're at a conference and you're saying, did you hear this? Did you hear that real fast? Or quick little conversations. Like, I might say, hey, you know, walk by, by Jerry, walk by Barry and say, Hey Barry, how was your weekend? Good, good. How was yours? Good, good. And bye. You know, it's a lot more real time. Whereas I feel like it's a little bit more in depth on Facebook and a lot more in depth on LinkedIn. And personally, I think that I mean, for me personally, you know, I'm very big on Google Plus. I feel like Google Plus is an awesome other place where it's a little bit of a combination of all three. It can be somewhat real time because if the comments are real time, it can also be you know somewhat more water coolerish. Like, did you see this gift? Did you see this meme? Did you see see something there. And it can be long-form stuff. I mean, I know people who use Google Plus for the blog platform. You know, I mean, I blog, I, what I do is I blog on Google Plus, and it pipes out to my blog. So, I mean, I see Google Plus as all three of these combined. So, but I do I do see that the LinkedIn, so forth, you know. Yeah, and, and kind of tying this all together, Barry, and I think uh, you said it eloquently in the beginning, this is where all this convergence starts happening, where there's crossover and, you know, who uses what and when and why and, and so forth and so on. So, again, looking forward to more feedback on the survey to draw more conclusions. Um, but at the end of the day, those are the kind of themes and topics that we're currently seeing uh, having the survey launch. What, guys? Uh, three we weeks ago. So. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Uh, you throw another a couple other uh, stats out here for the folks uh, on some of the results we're seeing, right? Um, I, and I think based on the the age demographic that have been um, participating in the survey so far, you know, sort of that 35 to 55 range, um, business professional or not, I, I think some things are, are were probably predictable so far. For example, um, you know, we have uh, very li very few people. Um, Indicating that they use Instagram at all, right? huh. not surprised. Um, oh, really? Yeah, very. For business serious. use, right? Think about but, it. For business, business. Yeah, I guess business uh, use again. Yeah. yeah. Again, to your point, um, Seth, brands are starting to figure out how to use it, but business individuals, no, you know, I, I use Instagram, but I use it for personal purposes, right? Yeah, but I guess brands, I guess I'm saying I'm viewing you as a as a business person, but you're using the the, the difference between. Water cooler networking and then personal personal. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pictures of, of peeps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be a business professional. At, you know, the the personal side of the business professional, right? Um, but uh, you know, even from a, a, a personal perspective, right? Uh, we ask the question: How often do you use these various platforms for personal use? And even there, we saw Instagram very low usage. Um, the predominant predominantly was um, the predominant answer for both, well, obviously Snapchat, you would have guessed that, <laughs> and uh, um, 
and Vine and Instagram was was never right. So that's interesting. And, and Vine is another one of these things where I, I think it's probably more applicable if you ask a marketer who's talking about them in terms of how they're representing their brand, right? One of the fascinating things that, that you know we the three of us have had this conversation before. I think when when Pinterest and Vine and now even Instagram with these short form videos, um, it somebody created a mashup called um, uh, well uh, you know um, uh, well Vine is it right? So these short form videos from a branding perspective, or we talked about it even from a customer service perspective, guys, right? When you talk about uh, the contact us pages of, of a brand or FAQs or that kind of thing, how much more engaging would that be if a brand was using a short form video to answer a question, a frequently asked question, as opposed to you know, a 30, 20, 30 second video as opposed to some static text on a page, right? I mean, that'd be cool stuff. So there's a lot of opportunities there, but I think from a, I think some of those platforms we're seeing some things that are fairly predictable right now. Yes. Yeah, and um, Barry, the kind of the how-to concept over video is is a lot of the conversation that you and I have had, um, and popular in the tech tech world, right? For customer service, here's how to do something, this, that, the other, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, and tech sector meaning, um, uh, you know, even screen protectors, you know, a colleague of ours, um, he was having trouble putting a screensaver on and he went to Google, uh, YouTube, sorry, and um, basically looked up the video on how's the best way to put the screensaver on because he couldn't quite get it centered and everything. And he found it in, you know, four minutes and saved, what, 20 minutes of his of his life, which is valuable time, right? And so, then not even just that, probably saved another 30 hours of his money from screwing it up. Exactly. So clear value um, in that, and obviously Google kind of thought that, and that's why they purchased it, and now are inserting advertisement. But you know, I, I often worry that the advertising portions of these platforms will get in the way. So that whole old disruptive marketing um, kind of vehicle is going to get away on these people and their use. Um, so to speak, over time, and I think as new platforms start to appear, which it's trending that way, clearly, um, the ones that don't have advertising, I think are the ones that where people are going to stay, and the ones that have disruptive marketing and, you know, kind of do the traditional, you know, in your face, here's what I want you to buy, I think they're going to, over time, they will lose both on the business and, per and personal side. Yeah, totally agree. Well, so it's interesting from a, a business perspective, right? And I and I totally agree, Jad. Right? I mean, look at your your Facebook newsfeed now. It's it, I know mine is is getting overrun with sponsored posts and 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 ads and that kind of thing, right? And and it's it's annoying, right? So we haven't seen that. We see we see the banner ads and the you know on the right hand column on LinkedIn, but when that stuff starts appearing in, in the the um, the, the sort of the news feed or whatever LinkedIn calls it, right? It's mm -hmm. going to be the same thing, right? And and I think that's why people are looking for it, it's almost a cat and mouse game, right? But uh, you know, but that's that's the business model, right? I mean, so so you look at the Facebook and you go, okay, how can you argue with it? Because that's their business model, right? That's how they that's what they sold to Wall Street is they can gen they're they're an ad based revenue model, right? Um, so so it's going to be interesting to see. Who can who can crack that code, right? How to create a platform that's that doesn't have all this invasive 
stuff in it, but is still able to generate revenue, right? And I think one of the things that I, I think is an opportunity is what we talked about before, right? Create a platform where I can control it, right? And depending on how much I control it, maybe I'm willing to pay for it, right? Exactly. So right? oh. well, if I just want to broadcast everything to everyone, that's my premium service, right? But if I want to start controlling it and carving up my community, then I pay for that, right? Yeah, totally. It, exactly. And, you know, to that extent, Barry, and to your point, if I like a brand page, I expect to get information from that brand, right? It's, it's now a bi-directional conversation because now I've engaged either that page, that brand, whatever that product is, so to speak. However, what I think, you know, and hopefully we kind of see this um, over time, I think when they start looking at your friends' friends and friends' friends and it, disrupting them is where you start crossing the line in terms of, of marketing. If I opt into that conversation, absolutely. Sell, upsell me, cross-sell me, you know, do, do your thing, right? Because I'm engaging with you on, you know, I'm saying go market me. I'm in, uh, you know, I'm, opt in. I'm here. Awesome. But, but I think the disruption, the disruption part of that where, you know, I like it and now Seth's getting advertising and because we're connected mm -hmm. and we're closer connected with you and me, you get the advertisement. I, I just think that's where And I also wonder how legal it is because, I mean, I know with all email, the can spam act, you know, that you have to opt in and sometimes double opt in to get into it, you know, you know to get the notices from email. I wonder when this will be eventually be illegal saying well, that, you know, this needs to stop. Yeah, to that point, um, it kind of, you know, at Barry, as you know, one of my passions is contract law. How they get around that is it's um, suggested. So notice they didn't say click here, click there. They said suggested contacts. So they're getting around that whole um, paradigm, Seth, mm -hmm. because they're suggesting and serving up information. Again, in hopes that the one out of one hundred people are going to click it and engage. Yeah, and there are there are legal boundaries of what you can do and such. So, interesting. Any other thoughts, gents, uh, on this thing? I, I think uh, you know, from my perspective, I, I think we're seeing some some interesting things. We're going to have to obviously dive into the data, and um, we'll be um, broadcasting the results. You know, pretty much all over the place. I think we'll probably come back here when we uh, close this thing down. We've had a chance to digest some of the, the data and um, do another, uh, probably appropriate to do another broadcast here around uh, the results. Right? Yep. Yeah, at the aggregate level, right? Because um, yeah. we appreciate everybody responding. We appreciate everybody participating. Totally. And looking forward to more participation um, so that we can. Tell your friends, the news. coworkers. Yeah. And once yeah. again, you can go to. Go to socl.ws slash five, the number five, and that's how you can go take it, take the survey. It'll take five, ten minutes max, and it'll really help us. You know, you'll, you'll, you're more going to obviously give back the data back to people so that they can look at it and look, you know, evaluate it themselves. You know, and we'll even give our insights on it. So please check it out. Also, Jared, where can they find you online? Uh, I have a LinkedIn page, Jared Romanski. My uh, Twitter handle is at Jared R. Senior, S-R. Um, so that's where my social presence is. Okay, and you're on LinkedIn, too. Yes, I said that in LinkedIn, Jared Romanski. Jared Romanski, awesome. And, of course, follow us 
at socialmediaaddictspodcast.com, google.com slash socialmediaaddictspodcast. Yeah, that's it. Plus, no, it's plus Social Media Addicts Podcast on Google Plus. Um, uh, Barry, where can they find you? Where were you galvanizing around? Yeah, you know, uh, Twitter, B.S. Dalton, at B.S. Dalton. I'm on, on LinkedIn, um, Barry.Dalton. Uh, Facebook, Barry Dalton 2. Um, Google Plus here, Barry Dalton. So um, I'm pretty much everywhere. I am on Instagram. Find me on Instagram, uh, Foursquare. I'm not on Snapchat. Um, I'd probably be... Uh, uh, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, I'd be probably chased out of. Uh, I think Barry's trying to increase his class score right now. Yeah. <laughs> Barry, you said BarryDalton.com, right? And and yeah, and my blog is uh, BarryDalton.com. Award-winning uh, blog. Yes. Yes. What's that? Award-winning. Yes, the award-winning blog and 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 of, of many different uh, social media accolades. Too, far too many to uh, to to go through here. <laughs> exactly. And, you and hey, guys, me. let me just tell you like, another interesting fact as we're wrapping up here, right, about yeah. the survey. And um, here's, here's the interesting thing that I think everyone should be paying attention to. One of the questions we asked in this survey is how important is social media to you in your work and slash professional life in general? And the vast majority of the people that have responded so far, 65%, have indicated it is very important. So clearly we all know that, right, because we're knee-deep in it, but it, it's important. It's not going away, and I think people are continuing to, like anything, look for ways to create value through these things, and, and it's important. It's important to everyone. It's, it's, it's how the world gets, stays connected, right? So um, that, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's a good tidbit to leave on. And finally, in case anyone really cares, you can find me at PlusFGoldstein on Google+. Plus. Find me, SethGoldstein.net is my blog. We can find most of the stuff on Google+. Add Seth Goldstein on the Twitter. And LinkedIn, and you can find me as Goldstein Media or just search for um, to search for Seth Goldstein. You'll find me. Of course we care, Seth. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Group hug. Group hug. <laughs> Everybody. Ah. All right, guys. I guess that we'll sign off for that for now. Like This has been Beta 2 of the Social Media Addicts Podcast. Run out of error in that sentence, and we'll check in next time. Thank you, Jared, once again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. And yeah, don't go anywhere. I want to see if it would. Yeah, okay. On. Stop broadcasting.